Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Welcome to the program, everybody. Better than before. I'm your host, Tony Richards. And today I'm going to be focusing on leadership styles. I'll identify leadership styles for you. And then also I'm really going to focus in on one particular leadership style this week and go into some detail about it and why it's important. It's all coming up today on Better Than Before, sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I'm your host, Tony Richards. There are two types of vibes that leaders can create inside an organization. They can create resonance or they can create dissonance. And leaders create resonance in an organization by ensuring the entire fabric of that company is laced with emotional intelligence. Developing a new leadership style means changing how you operate with other people. So what are a couple of things that really winning leaders have in common? Well, for one, they're very aware of their own emotions and attuned with empathy toward the people they lead. And for another, they understand that handling relationships will begin with authenticity. I have often said, and I've written a couple of articles about 
the number one skill that a CEO has to have is self-awareness. Because what happens is if a leader acts disingenuously or in a manipulative fashion, for instance, the team immediately senses a note of falseness, which leads to distrust and suspicion. And the ability to create and connect emotionally to the people you lead is important for an environment that has to foster involvement, collaboration, and commitment from people in the company. So there are six leadership styles, and I used to teach this in a three-day workshop called the Elite Leadership Retreat. I spent like a whole segments for me in a workshop or anywhere from you could have one segment could be in 90 minutes or an entire segment could be three hours. And usually you have three hours in the morning and you have three hours in the afternoon. And I would dedicate an entire three hour segment to what I'm going to tell you now, just briefly. So let's just identify them. There are six. So number one is the visionary leadership style. And leaders who use the visionary style are always thinking, talking about the future, right? They're framing the collective task in terms of the overall grand vision. And employees are encouraged to innovate and work towards shared goals that build team commitment. And people are very proud to belong to this organization because the leaders always talking about where the organization is going and what we need to do to get there and those kinds of things. So that's the visionary style. Number two is the coaching style and coaching leaders communicate a belief in people's potential. And they also have an expectation that they'll do their best. And by linking people's daily work to the long-term goals of the organization, the coaching style keeps people motivated and focused. Number three is the affiliative style. And affiliative leaders recognize employees as people and put less emphasis on accomplishing tasks and goals. And these kinds of leaders that use the affiliative style build a lot of loyalty and connectivity with the organization, the people, and themselves. Number four is the democratic style. And a democratic leader will build on a triad of primal leadership abilities teamwork, collaboration, conflict management, and influence. Listening is the key strength of the team member leadership style called democratic. Number five is a pace setting style. And a pace setting leader holds and exemplifies high standards for performance. The primal leadership foundation of this leadership style lies in the drive to achieve by continually finding ways to improve their own performance and the performance of the people that they lead. And number six is the commanding style and commanding style leaders draw on three competencies, influence, achievement, and initiative. And they exert forceful direction to get better results and opportunities are seized in an unhesitating tone. So those are the six visionary coaching, affiliative, democratic, pace setting, and commanding.
And of course, people always ask, well, which one should I be doing? Well, the one that you need the most or that the organization needs the most. Most leaders, when I start working with them as a coach, they are practicing one particular style and they don't even know that they're doing a style. It's just the way they've done it. And they usually have picked it up from a leader that mentored them somewhere back in their life and work experience. They don't know it's a style. They're just doing what they think a leader would do or what they learn from someone else. I try to pick up on that and identify that. Then we start molding, shaping, modifying, finding our footing to some of these other styles. And the thing is, great leaders, they move us. They ignite our passion and inspire the best in us. And when people try to explain great leadership, they talk about vision, they talk about strategy, they talk about ideas. And the reality is that great leadership works through emotions. It's how you connect to people that leads to success. Most of the time, people are either executing or not executing because of emotions. They typically don't need to know one more thing. They've got everything they know, but they're stuck. And the reason they're stuck is probably an emotional reason. And it a lot of times comes down to a fear of some kind. Your job as a leader it gets harder or easier depending on how you want to look at it. You have the power to sway everyone's emotions. If you push people with enthusiasm and open communication, performance soars. If you drive them with rancor and anxiety, they will return it back to you. And the reason a leader's mannerism isn't just what they do, but it's also how they do it. And it matters so much in the design of the human brain. And what scientists have found is if you push people with enthusiasm and open communication, performance soars and to call the open loop of our emotional centers, a closed loop system, such as the circulatory system in the body is self-regulating what's happening in the circulatory system of those around us does not impact our own system. An open loop system depends largely on external sources to manage itself and to regulate itself. In other words, we rely on connections with other people for our own emotional stability. In intensive care units, research has shown that the comforting presence of another person not only lowers the patient's blood pressure, but also slows the secretion of acids that block arteries. Here's a crazy statistic for you. Three or more incidents of intense stress within a year, financial trouble, being fired, having a divorce, selling your home, it can triple the death rate in socially isolated middle-aged people. On the other hand, incidents of stress have zero impact on the death rate of people who cultivate close friendships and relationships. This open loop system says people need people. The ability of a leader to connect to other people at work can have the same healthy results as when the emotional awareness is taken home from an intensive care unit. So how do we learn, practice, make the adjustments in some of these leadership styles? That's what we're going to talk about next right here. Stand by for it on Better Than Before. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. 
At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and today we're talking leadership styles. And in the previous segment, I identified the six leadership styles. Dr. Daniel Goleman pioneered that whole science in his work with emotional intelligence. And so we identified those six leadership styles and talked about why they're so important. We talked about the open loop that we have and how it must be fueled and powered and directed by people on the outside versus a closed loop system like our circulatory system inside our bodies where it is regulated and self-contained. So let's talk about how we learn, practice, and make the adjustment in some of our leadership styles. Leadership is a skill that's really not like any other skill. Anyone who has the will and motivation, in other words, they got the want to, they can become a better leader. There are no people who are not supposed to lead. Everyone is supposed to lead. I know there are people who will argue with you and say, well, I'm not a leader. Well, you have to lead yourself. The first person we all lead is ourselves. So we're all leaders. And some people take the initiative, motivation, and the will to become better. And that's what I'm talking about here in this segment. Understanding the steps and taking the time to practice can turn a mediocre leader into one who inspires greatness. Improvement always starts with understanding where you are today and where you want to go, your current state and the future state you aspire to. That's why a solid diagnosis of your leadership strengths and weaknesses and a plan for development are very crucial. And that's why a good coach can really help you because when you have disconnected dissonant leaders, and that's one of the main reasons that talented people leave a company because they don't connect and the leaders do not resonate with them. They're actually in dissonant and people and dissonance is like having a real bad rash. I mean, it's just irritating when the organization has a dissonant vibe. When it has a resonant vibe, it resonates with people. People enjoy it. It's pleasurable and people gravitate toward it. When there's a dissonant vibe, people want to get away from it as soon as possible. Dissonant leaders are one of the main reasons talented people leave a company and not only leave, they take institutional knowledge with them and our guiding values come into play here. You know, when I talk about the improvement cycle and the personal leadership paradigm, a very critical element of that are personal values and those 
reside as facts in the prefrontal areas of the brain as a hierarchy. What we love is at the top and what we loathe is at the bottom. What keeps us moving toward our goals comes from our mind's ability to remind us how satisfied we will feel when we accomplish them. What does this mean to you as a leader, you might ask? Well, wherever people gravitate within their work role indicates where their real pleasure centers lie. That pleasure is itself motivating force. External motivations do not get people to perform at their absolute best. It's something on the inside that motivates them, not the outside. So no matter how many carrots and sticks you dangle, it's not going to work. So why should you care about this at all? Well, because when you tune into the desires, the dreams, the career goals of your employees, you gain insight into what motivates them. If you can take their passion and turn it into a driving force in their role at your company, then you've started to build a company that can truly go from being good to great. Sorry for the cliche, could not resist. To succeed, Leadership development must be the strategic priority of the entire executive team. Understanding the six leadership styles and how they impact each stage of growth is a powerful tool for the CEO and their executive team. So I want to zero in on one particular style today. And as you probably could guess, which one do you think I would focus in on? Yes, you guessed right. The coaching style. And the reason is when you utilize a coaching leadership style, your role is to connect an individual's goals with the company's goals. Coaching leaders motivate and enhance employee performance by building long-term capabilities and self-confidence. And while coaching is the most effective style, in my opinion, it's also the least used because patience and a willingness to learn the art of delegation are required, and too often leaders feel the need to solve the problem instead of teaching or listening. Coaching leaders not only retain talented people, they build an organization that encourages accountability and transparency. A leader who uses the coaching style helps employees uncover answers and solutions, identify their unique strengths and weaknesses, and ties those attributes to their personal and career aspirations. They help employees conceptualize a plan for reaching goals while being specific about their own responsibility as well as the employees. Coaching is not hand-holding. Larry Bossidy, co-author of a book that I use with all my executive teams in their learning and development, the book is Execution, The Art of Getting Things Done. And in this book, Larry says good coaching is about trying to impart experience. And in an article in there, he says that we try to point out the best way of doing something, not because you're so smart, but because you've seen it a hundred times before. Bossidy believes that if he helps people find a better way of doing something, he's contributing for their overall success, which is what coaching is all about. Conversely, if your people don't get better, well, that's your fault too. And Larry goes on to say, coaching and performance are intricately tied together. 
you can get short-term performance by dictating what needs to be done or doing it for them half the time, or you can create an environment where people are continually coached to deliver great performance. Coaching is a two-way street. You need to listen to how people respond, and a good coach has great interpersonal skills. It's a good communicator, and it's a person who knows when to press and when to praise. They show people how their participation fits into the overall goals of the organization. A coaching leader is good at delegating and giving employees goals that stretches them, not just that gets the job done, right? Coaching works best with employees who show initiative, and they're also looking for opportunities to improve. A surprisingly positive emotional impact comes from the leader's willingness to communicate a belief in people's potential. A players don't mind being coached. That's a myth. They're not going to respect you if you shy away. A players are going to respect you when you belly up to the bar with them. The leaders who have a high degree of empathy, who listen first before reacting or giving feedback, are often asking themselves, is this about my issue? Is this about my goal? Or is it about their issues and their goals? In another book that I know is extremely popular, Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, he talks about how most companies understand what they do. They make sure they have a value proposition that describes how they do it. But the challenge for many organizations is helping people understanding why they do what they do. And in Simon's research, great leaders work from the inside out. They start with why and make sure every single person in the company understands that why too. The coaching style supports this inside out approach of cynics, which is why this coaching style leadership is the most effective tool a leader can bring to the table in their organization. And just remember if you're shying away from embracing the coaching leadership style, and let me go back and say, you have to utilize all six styles to be the most effective CEO or leader that you can be. I just believe out of the six, the one you're going to use the most and the one that's going to pay the most dividends is the coaching style. And you have to keep reinforcing in your mind that coaching is not handholding. It's actually giving someone a hand. That's Better Than Before's episode for today. And don't forget, we're sponsored by the wonderful folks at University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter. You get five or six little nuggets of wisdom every single day at Tony Richards 4. Our free Facebook page is available to you as well. And that's at Tony Richards Four, and the name of it is Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Tony Richards Four. Special thanks, as always, to our outstanding elite level producer Tessa Hall. And until we visit again next week here on Better Than Before, I'm Tony, reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. For listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.